I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding. Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Serna. And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition. This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way. Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. Hey guys, welcome. I'm Ashley. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to talk to you about hot takes that have to do with your wedding party. And we're really excited about that. We but love hot takes. Before we dive in. We love spicy. We love drama. Well, I love spicy. And I, I love drama. Literally, we yeah, You're like, we, not we. I know. Chris was like, we need a spicy episode. <laughs> Whatever, Chris. That's fine. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, but before we jump into that, Ashley, you had something really cool happen uh, this week. You shot me a screenshot of a text message that you received. Was that yesterday? Yes, I think it, it was. was. Yesterday. It Would was. you tell I, that story? Yeah. So it was like eight o'clock in the morning. I was still sleeping. I pulled a really late night at work. I was up till like two o'clock in the morning on my computer before going to bed. Oof. So I was not awake. So this is what I woke up to, which was great. And it said, hey, I'm in a wedding planning group on Facebook and I thought you'd like this. She, this girl, she's like my husband's best friend. We've known her for a really long time. Love her. And she saw in a random post that people were giving advice about not stressing. And Catherine, if you're listening, thank you for mentioning the podcast in these comments. Shout but out to Catherine. Heck she yeah. said that she was listening to Popping the Perfection Bubble in this random wedding planning Facebook group. And mind you, my friend lives in Tennessee and is has been in Tennessee since like middle school. Yeah. So like we don't have the same circle. So yeah. it's really cool that it's it was very organic that she stumbled upon this. Like so well, cool. And I think like a lot of times, you know, we we just get, you know, we're hustling, we're doing our thing. We got our own businesses that we run. We love this podcast. Sometimes though I think we forget like I think it's so easy for us to stay in our Midwest Wichita, Kansas bubble and think that like, forget our audiences is worldwide. We actually had someone in our Facebook group who is in Hawaii, I think, planning her wedding. And she was showing like, Oh, she's doing the coolest wedding. Yeah. They're doing some really cool things with, with using like, recyclable it's a sustainable material. wedding. No, yes. zero waste wedding. So anyways, it's, it's, and that's in Hawaii. And I know we have people that listen from all over, but it was so cool to just know, like there are people that are sharing our show out in these random Facebook groups and saying, Hey, it's helpful. It's entertaining. And this is something that I want to share with you. So we just wanted to say thank you to all the people who share the show out. You guys are rock stars. We appreciate it. We love it. We are here for it. Keep doing it. Yeah, uh, you guys are the reason that the show is growing. Absolutely. And on that, we don't ask for this very often, but because we don't see when you guys share these things, totally fine. Please keep sharing. That's it was just a great surprise. But if you do find the show helpful, hop in iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening and give the show a review. That's a really great way for Chris and I to know what things you're really enjoying, <coughs> how it's Chris. impacting you, especially what? Especially Chris. I go and check reviews and see if there's any updated. Do you once, really? At least once a month. At least once wow. a month. Yeah. No. So I go through. It's been a minute since we've had one. <coughs> cough, cough. If you've been listening, you've been meaning <laughs> to write one, just go ahead and do it. Uh, it truly is helpful to get us boosted in the rankings so that 
yeah. visibility purposes so that people can find the show. So. Well, and it also boosts Chris' words of affirmation. You're going to fill his cup. You are going to fill my cup up. To the brim. But today, we are going to fill your hot take cup. We're going to fill yes. it with, with some hot takes that we have. This episode is going to be about wedding party hot takes. And we kind of had this like little back and forth right before we started with like, is it wedding party? Is it bridal party? Um, the correct usage is wedding party. That is mm-hmm. all encompassing of everyone, the bridesmaids, the groomsmen, uh, the pets, all of them are wedding party. Um, bridal Members, party just refers yes. to the ladies. Which then that just makes me wonder who the heck is the bride or the groom's side? Like the I call them like the groom's crew or like the, I just call them the guys, but they're the not always the just dudes. guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's becoming more and more common. I mean, to have, you know, mixture. Yes, absolutely. So cool. That's cool. So Chris, why don't you introduce each? Yeah. I don't know if I want to call it a topic. Yeah, well, so here's what we'll do. We're just kind of winging this one. We're not winging it. We have an idea. But I'm going to throw out like what the tradition is. And let's talk about what normally happens with these things. And then maybe let's give some hot takes that we have. Okay, So we haven't planned out our our thoughts on this. We're just going to kind of just, what are your immediate thoughts? And then we'll just see where the conversation goes. Okay, let's go. So I'm in. Let's do this. Let's talk about wedding party financial responsibilities. We'll start out with something a little less spicy, but it can be spicy. It oh can no, get, I feel like this can be very spicy. It, it can get personal really quick when people are like, I'm not paying for that. And then the bride is like, oh yes, you are. So yeah. in a traditional sense, what is normal? Like what are the normal things that wedding party like financial, they're ob- financially obligated. To. Yeah. So when a couple asks their wedding party members, there's like automatically this o- financial obligation that is attached to the ask. Yeah. Unless it's like, I don't know, talked about otherwise, but you assume there are going to be things that I'm going to have to pay for now. Right. And that starts as early as like bridal showers and like planning the bridal showers and getting decor for the bridal showers. And that might just be something that you do and you help out with. Also, I've been a part of wedding parties where I didn't have to financially contribute to that part. It was like maid of honor and mom. But definitely... Those are the best. They are. Definitely bachelor parties and bachelorette parties. Everybody chips in and... Really? Is that how it's done? I didn't know. I mean, I had... Okay. Yeah, everybody chips in. At least that's the norm. I'm sure everybody kind of goes about it differently. But yeah, definitely. Like I've used the app Batch app. And it divides all the expenses between people. And like, it it can get really intense to where like this person isn't included in this expense. So like you can remove them because maybe they didn't participate or whatever, but it's a great manager for like bachelor and bachelorette parties. So I've done that. It's made, it's been really easy. It's a free app and you can like vote yes or no on stuff. We should. We need to reach out for them for a sponsorship. Yeah. I was just thinking that. So I've loved that app and it's been really helpful. But yes, everybody financially contributes and typically the bride and groom don't really pay for anything. That's that's badass. I love yeah. that. Okay, so uh, so traditionally... And then they have to pay for like sometimes hair and makeup, sometimes their attire for the wedding day. Okay. And okay. That's like generally like the... That's kind of what it what it comes, comes down to. Yeah. Okay, as so... As far as an obligation goes. Do you have any hot takes on financial responsibilities for if you're in the wedding party. I mean, my hot take is that 
when I was at last asked to be in a wedding party, I was so thankful it was the last one I'd ever have to be a part of. Oof. Like, so think, because there's so much that you have to do for somebody's wedding. Yeah. And like, it's not your wedding. And that's like, it's your life is still going on. Like they're in planning mode, but like there is a lot of just time obligations plus financial obligations. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I was just really grateful when the last one came because I was like, I'm never going to have to do that again. And thank goodness. So you are saying you're never going to have have another friend that comes along that's going to ask you to be. And if they do, are you going to say no? I might. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I was that. done at the last one, but then I was like, the, it was like my sister who was getting yeah. married. And so I wasn't going to not do that one. But I think a lot of it is just crazy. A lot of it. Yeah. But that's just a personal opinion. Okay. I think it's a personal opinion a lot of people hold. Not, I think it's a personal opinion a lot of like, how do I word this? A lot of older people hold. Like, I feel like there's this threshold around the age of 25. Yeah. The age around and before 25 they're like i want all of them yes give me all of them yes weddings are so fun it is a way that you get to go party with your friends like you also have kind of more disposable income like you may not be making as much but there's less financial responsibilities and well in the future on the flip side of that then when you are married and have kids you are ready to go to all the weddings again like oh yeah you want to go out and you want to hit the open bars and you want and weddings are so much better when you're married and you have kids and you get a babysitter you don't give a fuck what you look like on the dance floor you are drinking all that you are just having yes. so much fun well being uh, being a guest at a wedding is so fun yeah i don't know that i would want to then yeah like, it, that would be different like to have the financial responsibilities of, like look i got kids like i yeah i can't go to your Okay, so I have a hot take. Here's my hot take. Okay, I can. I 100% like would expect. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's like a personal thing, but I do agree that people should split a lot of things. But yeah, I think if the bride and groom are requesting slash making you do something, like on wedding day, hair and makeup and like the dresses or something like that. I think it's really cool when the bride and groom take one of those expenses away from you. They like know you're going to have to pay for your hair and makeup. So they cover the dresses or mom is so sweet and buys everybody's dresses and the, um, you know, bride covers makeup because she wants all the makeup to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then or everybody because, can do whatever because they Joni, want. Joni, like she already knows Joni's going to go ham with like the blue eyeshadow. It's like, yeah. Joni, that's not, no, no, sweetie. Yeah. No. So like if you're going to force no. people to get their hair and makeup done, because not everybody's comfortable with it. I definitely think that the couple should pay for that because yeah. okay. not every, like that is something that you're requiring. I would them. agree with that. I don't There's, think you can require it and make them pay for it. Like, I don't think that's fair. There's a personally. lot of wedding party that like, you know, most people are going to do what they're comfortable with. Like they already know how they want to do their hair and their makeup. And so the only reason then, like you said, like for a bride, like Like uniformity, uniformity, or she knows like someone's going to go off with the eyeshadow, you know, stuff like that. They don't want to have those conversations. Just make, oops, make it nice and easy. Uh, so yeah, I would agree with that. My hot take would be, um, if there is traveling that is to occur and there is an expectation that you are going to be that, there should be some financial help that comes from the bride and the groom. Like, and I'm not even saying full, but there should be some sort of like, 
you know, if you're traveling, hey, we're going to cover meals while we're out. Or, hey, we're going to we're gonna get the hotel. Or, hey, we're going to cover the activities. Or, like, hey, if, any, if anyone needs any financial help, let us know. Like, you can't just expect people to, like, drop that no, right Chris, at the beginning. I've seen groups or, like, complaints in groups and things where bridesmaids, let's say they have kids or whatever, and yeah. they can't make it or they just can't financially do it. And the bride or groom get so upset that they're not being there for them and like drop or they can't get off work or whatever. And it's like, if money is the problem and you can solve that problem financially, do it, do it, like foot the bill for them. Like, you know, they're having to take off time work. A lot of times maybe they're not getting paid for that time that they have to take off to go. And they also can't afford it. Maybe they just had a child. That's such a good point. And also if they just had a child, let them not go. Like if they're not comfortable, they're, They've got things, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then I'll amend my hot take. Like, if they can't, if they can't afford it, then the minimum that you as the bride and groom should do is be okay with that. Understand that, like, life happens. It's not, this is not representative of them not wanting to support Mm -hmm. you or not wanting to be there for you. It's life, man. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like, yes, oftentimes these weekend trips, like, you miss work Friday, you know, like they start and depending, maybe it even starts Thursday. Like that's potentially two days of income that yeah. people have off. And it's sometimes like, yes, but it's also might be two days of PTO that's taking into a vacation that you might've been able to take. Like, yeah. So either way they're taking a hit somewhere, whether it's their time, their finances, their vacation, uh, a time away from their families or children. Like those are a lot of things that I think people don't really understand. So my hot take is, be understanding that was and be okay. Be, my, yeah. be okay with them not going. And if you're, but you probably also should try to cover something in some way, shape, or form away. I'm not saying cover the whole thing, but like cover the meals, cover the drink, something, something. Yeah. the The norm is definitely that. Like, I'm trying to work on saying like, <laughs> like totally. The there, it is the norm that the bride or groom don't have to pay for anything during the trip. They have to pay for their travel. And it's like, dang it. It's well, to celebrate them. But. Oh, dang. So then you're there and then it's like, okay, everyone's got to kick in and pay for. So you're paying mm-hmm. to go there. See, that there's something about that that just feels. This is one of those things that I don't. I think people say yes in the moment without being like, "Hey, let me go check my finances for the." You know, like, yeah. They, I I wish that it would be a customary to be like, "Hey, just so you know, before you say yes, here are the things to consider. We're doing this, 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 and this. Like, I'm plan. We don't have all the details, but it's going to be an overnight trip away in a city. Like, we're going to do this. I would really love for everyone to go and to really weigh those options mm-hmm. and know that, like. It's not personal if someone can't do those things. Yeah, absolutely. And and if that is a requirement for you, like they must, like I've seen that on the internet, like you decided, said yes to being a bridesmaid, therefore you should do these things with me. And it's like, ask yourself if that's that important when, yeah. like when life happens, I would say. True. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's really hard to make everything, but I definitely, the like a recent wedding I was in, I had a separate savings account that I was just putting money into it so that I could save. I ended up saving like 1200 bucks for the wedding and all the events and stuff. I mean, I don't remember, but I wouldn't be surprised if I went through all of it. Cause I was also 
I had to like pay for a lot of the decor and things like that. But I mean, it's it's expensive. It is expensive. expensive. It was a lot of fun and I don't regret it. But I definitely think that it's it. Every time that I've been in a wedding where something has been covered, I have been so grateful. Like um, when a mom covered all the dresses and we didn't have to pay for that. That was $200 I didn't have to pay for. I was so grateful. That was so helpful. Yeah. I will say that if I am asked to be in a wedding party, I am assuming I, and this is just me. And I think most people like this. I'm assuming that I'm covering the cost of whatever I'm wearing. Um, Yeah. I, that's just an assumption. I'm yeah, already no, going to imagine I'm going to be a couple hundred in the hole just for that. Yeah. So so our I think our overall consensus is just whatever is going on, be understanding. Yep. And know sure. that your wedding party does as much as hard as it is. Like they do have a life yeah. that is going to continue. And your wedding may be important to them, but it's not as important to them as it is to you. Is that harsh? No, not at all. That's not harsh at all. I love yeah. it. I'm here for that. And that wasn't very mean either. I felt like we kept that pretty, pretty nice, pretty okay. Okay. So on this, on this like trek, okay, okay. let's talk about hot takes okay. on bachelor and bachelorette parties. Okay. Wait, we're kind of talking about this. We're, we're okay. kind of in the same, we're kind of in the same vein. So this is a nice transition, the traditional yeah. thing. So what, what traditionally happens and don't think just financially. This yeah, is okay. just, I'm going to not think financially all things, because I think it's real easy to go there. Cause we were just there. Uh, but like, well, no, let's go ahead and, and get the finance part of it out of the way since we're already kind of there. Well, there's, there's a weekend away. Sometimes you have to travel. Sometimes it's a road trip. Sometimes it's a plane trip and then there's decor and there's all the things and you got to have a theme and then you have to have like coordinated the on theme outfits for all the yeah. days that you're gone. And wait, that's a thing you got to like coordinate. Like we're all wearing. Like, oh this... yeah. There's like seventies oh. night and then there's wig night and yeah. then they're all and then there's the penis things. night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and dude, themed nights are so fun. I love me a good themed night. Like genuinely. Give Do me you? a reason to dress up. Yes. Yeah. I think that is so much fun because I feel out of character. It's yeah. great. But I think themed days every day is a lot. a lot. Like what about the theme days just like just you? Yeah. Just be you. Yeah. Okay. And so I think like one day dressed up like on a theme and then another day, maybe everybody's wearing matching shirts if you want. And then, you know, you all can dress normal. Like sometimes maybe, maybe. It's funny. So is that too off? No, I don't think, I don't think that's too much. Well, it's like, it's the idea that, you know, you do something over and over and over and over again. It kind of loses its meaning. Yeah. So, or it loses like what's special about it. So traditionally uh, the two parties separate, they go their separate ways. They throw their parties to celebrate their people. Uh, traditionally, probably everything is covered by the the Wedding parties party. of the groomsmen mm-hmm. or the bride, the bridesmaids, like those people that are there. And then also at these parties, other friends are invited that are outside yes. of the wedding party. So it's not just wedding party. <clears throat> so that's kind of, that's traditionally what happens. Yeah. And they're so, a good time. Here's, do you have a hot take on them at all? I don't know if it's a hot take, but I've been seeing a lot of like co-ed parties this is mine and i love it yes i love it like i would love to go to the lake with all of my people and all of justin's people and celebrate together and maybe have a day where we go do our separate or i don't know but i think like part of the day yeah like you're making memories together but i don't know i don't don't have anything oh sorry i keep interrupting you no you're good i welcome to 
Lara's life, like with uh, me interrupting her. No, I don't take I, any offense to it at all good. because I interrupt you all the time. Oh, I don't notice, but I, <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with individual like bachelor and then bachelorette parties. I just think the co-ed ones are cool. That's kind of my hot take. I think. Yeah. My hot take would be, I hate, I don't like the idea of like bachelor or bachelorette parties. Like separating. Yeah. Because the thought process behind them, I feel like is go have your last night of fun. Right. That's where I I don't like that. I don't think I hate that too. I don't like that at all. Um, Especially the ideas that like, you know, of guys like I'm going to go to strip club. And I think most people, most brides would probably not be okay with their partner going to a strip club. Like maybe that's more, I don't know how often that's happening, but that idea, like there's just something that's not all right with, I mean, you hear about the stories all the time. Yeah, you where do. people go out and they just like have their last night of freedom. I, that yeah. just does not sit well with me. No, um, me either. I don't I lo- like that. I love the idea of having the bachelor and bachelorette party of like we're gonna celebrate this huge momentous occasion of your life, and it's a similar thing, but it's different. One of them is celebrating like the death of something. One of them is celebrating the death of your freedom. The other is celebrating the birth of something new. And I like that. I don't like the other thing. No, I hate when they're like, it's your last single night. And I'm like, oh, I just don't view that. But I loved, I did. This is why I don't mind the individual ones. And it's probably because of all of the ones I've been to. But it feels like a slumber party. And that's just such a good core feeling for me. Like, to have like that summer girls thing. night. Yeah. And listen to, you know, old music and watch movies and like having a reason to just be with the girls where like the guys aren't attached to the girls because yeah. that's so such a normal thing. And I love that, like getting an excuse to just hang out with the girls. And then also like Justin's bachelor party, it was kind of like the yeah, way did, the guys did, did it they is do? they, they fostered a day around J- Justin and what Justin likes. So they so played disc golf, disc golf. <laughs> and then after disc golf, they all went to like Yoder Meats or something and everybody picked out a steak and then they all went back and they like had cigars and they cooked oh, their man. steaks and it was just really fun for them. And they, you know, they drank and whatever, but they, it was pretty low key. Mine was low key. We went to chicken and like, we went chicken and pickle and played games and yeah. we went to the arcade. <laughs> it, was just, it was fun, but that like it celebrated Justin as a person and mine kind of celebrated me as a person. Like I really love games. Yeah. And that's more me than like going to Vegas. I've done that for bachelorette parties. It is fun. Have it is you so ever fun. But I'm to, not really a drinker. Have you ever done a bachelorette party where things just went like off the rails? No, no. Do you I've think been to that's Denver. more of a Hollywood thing? Yeah. Cause I've okay. been to Denver, I've been to Vegas and I've been to like, uh, Fredericksburg, Texas, which is like all, the Napa of of Texas, the, Texas. I mean, it's there's so many wineries. It is insane. It is beautiful. It's the hill country. Very beautiful. But no, it was they've all just been really like innocently good times with lots of alcohol. OK, cool. I dig it. I'm here for it. Have you? No, no. Mine have all they've all been pretty, pretty chill, pretty relaxed. Mine was I don't like my, I did not like my bachelor party. I was also a youth pastor at a time at the time. So like. It was just very, like, it wasn't even PG. It was very G-rated. And it's just like, eh, it was boring. Yeah. I'd rather. So, so, uh, yeah, I think my my hot take, like, I love the idea of, like, go out, like, make it the day, like, have moments where you're, during the day, doing things that are celebrating the person. But I love the idea of going out 
in combining the wedding parties at night. Like if you're going to go out on the town and like drink and like do all that stuff. Um, there's part of me too that, and I don't want this to sound like sexist or anything, but I love the idea of just the ladies not being out on their own and feeling like unsafe or like they're going to get hit on all night. But then there also is the perk I know of getting drinks with that, like for free. Yeah. Well, and I've done lots of bachelorette parties and there's like this thing about camaraderie with a bunch of women. And there's always that, there's always those few people that are like, no, like there's the friend that's like, no, you're not doing that. Like they, they will stand up, they'll be vocal and all that stuff. And then I just like the idea of, I just saw some photos of a co-ed, uh, one mm-hmm. for uh, a couple that was in the style shoot that we just did. And I think they went and did their own things, maybe even for two days, but they came back on the last day and it just looked like they had so much fun. So, yeah. and then when we're drunk, I like to be drunk with Lara. Like that's just fun. Yeah. So I might be projecting, yeah. but hot take. If you're going out to celebrate your freedom being dead, you might reconsider getting married. <laughs> like if I, that's how, if that's how you're viewing it, that's probably the hottest take I can have. Yeah, no, I think that's a great one. Cause I don't, I don't, I mean, I think I would say many women believe that too. And I don't see a lot of horror stories. I did see one today, a horror story about a bachelor party just yeah. gone wrong. And I, that sucks. And I think that it's exactly what you're saying. Like if you're viewing it as it's your last night of freedom, it's not great. Not a good, not a good headspace to be in. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so that's that one. Let's see. Okay, this one, let's talk about it. Wedding party size. So this is very simple. I, when I when you said that, I heard size, like, huh. Oh, like wedding party, like size. Huh. I'm like, what is he talking about? Wedding party size, like the size of the wedding party. Yes, and this is something that I, it, I don't know how much time we're going to spend on this. I would imagine this one would be a pretty short one, uh, but... The traditional view is that you want to have even wedding party, the amount of even people on each side, like on the groom's side right. and then on the bride side or, right. you know, totally. or, or bride and bride, like whatever. You want to keep them the same and, and keep them even so that when people walk down the aisle, it's even. And so that is traditionally what is said. And there's, I, there's arguments that happen because of this. It's like, well, I have 10 and he has five. Like what, what's the deal there? And then there's a big argument. And then, then what ends up happening is you start making invites to people who you don't really care about. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah. Make them uneven. So don't even care about even or uneven. Or no, any of that. because there's ways that you can work around it. But if, I mean, I'd say if like you're one off and maybe you have a cousin that you can include in it, yeah. fine. Like whatever, that's fine. But also you don't even need to, tally up that one off yep. because m- many guys or women will just like walk three together or you see all the guys walk in at the same time and at then once, all the girls behind another. Yeah. go down the aisle. Exactly. And so I just think there's ways that you can work around it to where it doesn't feel different with somebody walking down the aisle alone or in a set of three. But at the same time, like guys, these photos you're going to continue to look back on. And in five, 10 years, are you going to be like, I do not speak to that person at all anymore. Yep. You have to continuously look at them. And if they're like also a toxic friend and like you don't talk to them anymore, it could be triggering for you. Yeah. I mean, it might even be one of these. So, so here's where we're going to get in. This is the the hot take part. And if you had to sum that hot, hot take up in a sentence. If I had to sum that hot take up in a sentence, it's, who cares? That's like honestly just it. Like 
who cares? It's your wedding party. Have whoever you want to be in it. Yeah. Screw the screw the trying to be symmetrical. Yeah. I would agree with that. I would I think my hot take would be like it probably would be something I'm trying to word it differently. I'm not even going to try to word it differently because it, it truly is that hot take only invite the people, only invite people to be in your, your group, your groomsmen, your bridesmaids. If you truly like our love, like if you truly love them, enjoy them, want to see them around. Like if you feel any type of obligation and you don't want them to be in the party because of hurt feelings, like just know that you got to go with your gut. Because chances are you're probably going to be really unhappy, really annoyed with them on the wedding. Like if you have any sorts of hesitation. So go with your gut. Like who cares if it's uneven? Absolutely. And that reminded me of something and it's really good. Who cares if it's uneven? Oh, it's the uneven and odds. Have you ever seen where they're like, I don't want to just do five because I want it to be an even number. Yeah. I want it to be six or I want it to be odd. So it looks better when they're standing up on the ceremony. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No one cares about that. Okay. Nobody cares. And say you want five because you want an odd number standing up at the ceremony. Well, then it makes it really complicating for whenever you are. You're in the photo. Yeah. It's just you with just them. And then there's two people on one side and three people on the other. So like, Pros and cons both ways. Screw it. Who cares? Don't even put any thought into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to ruin your photos or it's not going to look weird. And I would also say this. Don't like, it is a little bit harder photography wise when there's only one person or there's only two people. Like just to get some of that same energy that a wedding party brings. But chances are your energy is already not party energy if you're only having one or two people with you. So there's no shame too in only going with like, there's only one person that I really want at my side. There's or no shame none. in that. Or none. Or True. I had none because I just didn't want to deal with it. I've seen, I just saw too much drama in my career and I know I'm a people pleaser and I would be too focused on making sure everybody else was having a good time. And so for me, it made the most sense to just have all of my, and the way that I feel about being a bridesmaid. <laughs> I was just... It was too true to me to be like, you guys just come, come and have fun. Oh man. I got to I got, can we, can we, can we shift? So th- those are the hot takes. I have one. I'm going to throw curveball. Okay. Okay. Kicking you people out of a certain way, kicking people out of the wedding party. Ooh. Do you have any thoughts on that? The tradition, it, I, I feel like most people would say like, don't I damage the them. relationship. Yeah. Just, you know, just leave them in. It's going to pass. It's just one day. And then just don't talk to them afterwards. You know, like let the relationship fade. So. Hot takes on unasking someone to be in the wedding party. Unask them. Unask them. Like, goodness, that is like going to be the most big girl, big boy, grown up thing you've ever done is like approaching that boundary and that relationship and then trying to also preserve it. It's hard. There's going to be hurt feelings, but the way that they make you feel on your wedding day. Like that just makes me so sad when I know that people are fielding, uh, like trying to keep one bridesmaid busy so that she's away from the bride oh because gosh. of the way that she makes the bride feel. I'm just like, girl, well, and don't, the thing don't with, have her disrupt your energy. Dude, the thing with that too is like on the wedding day, you know, all of these people are unhappy with this person because they're most likely making the wedding day about themselves. 
they most likely are complaining, being negative, like freaking being a Tina, like all, all of that stuff. And really, in the back of your mind, you're just going to be like, God, I wish I would have unasked him. Like now they're here. Now they're on my day. Now they're causing drama. Like all of this stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's hard, but it can be done and it can be done gracefully. And maybe they won't end up coming to the wedding out of hurt feelings. That's totally yeah. possible. But it's a relationship that can be amended later on. I know somebody who's done this and it took a couple of years, but they have since like rekindled their relationship yeah. and it just wasn't a good time for them around wedding time. And now they can like have a new relationship yeah. and it's been great, but it definitely was, it was hard at first and pulling off the bandaid and doing it yeah. was super hard. And I think she used like reasons that were pretty actually accurate, but it was like money reasons, um, guest list restrictions. Like, yeah, I don't, it was stuff like that, that like, see, I would sense. feel like I need to be really blunt and just be like, Hey, listen, straight. I'm, but you don't have to be a straight shooter. I will say though, like if you're going to dance around the subject, be prepared to like have to end up saying it anyways because sometimes so people right. some people bring solutions they're like oh well if it's money i can pay for this and then what now you're in a situation that if you just would have shot him straight like hey listen i like, agree i'm not gonna lie to you jessica like i love you but your energy is just too much for me right now and i am so stressed out because of this wedding and you tend to have an issue with alcohol and at the at the the engagement party at the bachelorette party at the blah, blah, blah party. You just went way too far. And I just cannot have that for those reasons. I'm going that to have closely to around me. I'm going to have to ask you, like I'm going to unask you to be a part of the wedding party. Don't like, worry. We're going to, we're going to compensate you for the dress that you bought. And I do think if you do, you probably need, like if they've spent any money on like a garment, you should probably reimburse them for that, like pay them back for that. Um, and then, yeah, be prepared to, have the feelings be hurt, but you're going to cause yourself more drama if you just don't shoot them, shoot them yeah. straight. I agree with you. It's going to suck. No, it's going to suck. I'm so non-confrontational. This is making me cringe in my pants. And you know what? As a nine, you would think I would be, but I'm like, no, you wing to eight. I like, I'm, I'm gonna, that's when I would pull out that eight and be like, mm -hmm. I just got to shoot you straight. Like, here are the facts. These are the facts. And then I, which I you've done before in your life. Like, yeah. You've confronted relationships like that. Yeah. I don't. Uh. -uh. Well, I and, but you know what though? It does have to do with like nine, like the my nine wing. Like I would rather be more uncomfortable now in this moment because it's going to provide me long term comfort and peace. Mm -hmm. So let me be uncomfortable for an hour in this conversation, uh, and then I can move past it and have peace, like extended peace. Yeah, I so. I agree with you. Wow. Unask him. Unask him. I mean, that's my opinion as well. It's just Chris is way more confident about it than I am. Future you will thank past you yeah. for doing that. Like I definitely agree. You on you. your wedding day will thank that. Also, if you have to ask a family member as well, that's tough, but sometimes you got to do you. Yeah. And in this regard, I would only be unasking people, I think, if they're draining me you know they're like draining my energy they're not good for me like whatever but if I wouldn't unask them because they can't show up to your bachelorette party I wouldn't unask them because they can't afford a dress I wouldn't unask them because 
they can't go to any of your events be for whatever reason, but it's valid. They can't show up to any of them. They're out of town, but they will be there for you by your side on your wedding day. I wouldn't unask for that either. That's yeah. a personal thing. Yeah. I would only I, unask I would if they're bad for me. Like you know? talk, use the word toxic or, yeah. or they have manipulative or hurtful behavior or they are they, yeah they're one of the people that say something exactly abusive towards you verbally yeah. negative like just like a cancer jabs. to an environment yeah if they gaslight you constant like mm-hmm. all of that stuff like those mm-hmm. th- those are very toxic traits that sorry they have no place on your happy day yes so I oof i didn't know we were gonna go there but that one that just that just perked up so no kidding no okay kidding. let's go something a little more lighthearted. okay 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 Wedding party tables. So wedding party seating. This is seating that happens during your reception. Traditionally, there is a head table at the very front of the dance floor where the bride and groom are in the middle, uh, groom and groom are in the middle, and then the wedding party supports them and they sit up there with them. In the most traditional sense, the partners of the people are not sitting at that table as well. They are just, you know. And They're that and that the is the most traditional thing. So, yes. hot takes. Do you like that? Do you dislike that? What do you think? In the most mm, traditional view, of my hot take is I hate it. Oh, okay. What do you hate about it? I don't disagree. Um, I hate that everybody is staring up at the wedding party. Yeah. And the wedding party members are never up there. They're like always, you gone. always You're right. They are because they're trying to just be around their people. Otherwise, they're sitting next to Sasha, who's not her close friend. And then Tina's on the other side just talking to her about something she really doesn't care about. And <laughs> she's just stuck up there between these two people because that's the order of friendship, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I get it. Oh, my gosh. Wait, that's another one. What? Okay. Well, throw it out here after this. Throw okay. it here after this one. So... Anyways, that's I don't like them. I I like it more when the partners are involved. Um, oh, I also don't like it because like when you're eating and you're up there in the wedding party, everybody's just staring at you eating. Yeah, I just it feels weird. Yes, it does. It feels weird. And I so I love it whenever the partners are there, and then I love it even more when that table, that wedding party table, is inside of the rest of the tables. So yes. it's like family style. So they are sitting with all the guests. You're immersed in the experience. You're not the center. You're not a spectacle. You're you're not like a giraffe at a zoo. Like yes, you yeah. I dig that. All those things. I love them so much. My hot take would be, it's dumb. I don't like it. Do you For like sweetheart of, tables? I uh. I feel like if you're gonna do a sweetheart table, you're gonna feel more of like a sh- like you're an animal at a zoo. Yeah, I don't like sweetheart so tables. So I, I like the idea behind them. I think practically, I think mentally it's it's harder. I um, like it as well for that I, reason. I love the idea of having the bride and groom sit with whoever they want to sit with. I like if you're going to do parents. that, like do a circle table or yeah. something. I uh, sat at a circle table with my parents and didn't do any kind of head table. Yeah. Oh, this was at your your reception. Uh huh. Yeah, that's true. You also didn't have a wedding party at your reception either. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, I I don't like it. I think it's and and truly, yeah. Then what ends up happening is I I here. So here's what I love. I love when everyone can just do whatever they want to do. You'll see wedding party mixed throughout all the tables 
uh, because they normally have all their friends. But you're right. Like when you have people that aren't friends, they're not lifelong friends. They just met only because of this wedding. And then you put them side by side. And then maybe you're one person that has two people you don't know on either side of you. Then dinner's awkward as hell for you. Just weird. Mm -hmm. And like your partner who knows absolutely nobody is at a random table. Yeah. That's... It's weird. It's so just not if very you, practical. You know what I would probably do if I had to do it all over again? What? I don't know. I would have Lara and I eat a meal probably in a back room. Oh, obviously, if this is what Okay, Lara but that's wanted. my favorite thing ever. Yes. Have have a meal just alone, just us two. Yeah, because otherwise you're getting quick. in. 15 I, minutes. I, I mean, we're going to yeah. want to get out there anyways. But like, let's just yeah. eat. Let's have a moment. And then let's go. And let's just go mingle. It'll keep people from coming up to you at yeah. your sweetheart table. Yep. Which people are less likely to come up to you if, if you're at like you a huge table with wedding party. People are less likely because you kind of have barriers yeah. of other people. Like when both both sides are full of people, Ooh. when they don't come up, like guests don't come up to the bride and groom at those. Hot take. Is okay. it is it rude to go up to the head table when the bride and groom are eating? Yes. So- <laughs> I yes. hate it, man. I hate it. They Let can't get eat. They can't get food in their mouth. No, it's so impossible. Yeah. I've seen people have like bouncers. No, yeah. We saw that. We saw that at a wedding, our our second wedding of the year this year. We saw that where they asked two friends like, hey, and they did, dude. They were like, uh-uh. hey, sorry, the bride and groom are eating. Like, we're going to let them finish. You can come up here. And you definitely have that friend that has that personality that would actually find joy in doing that. So yeah. those are the people that ask. True. Because Chris, how many times have you seen your bride and groom not finish a meal? So common. That is the number one piece of advice I give our couples on the day of is right before the grand entrance, I remind them of it. I say, hey, your job right now is to go in and eat. A lot of times brides and sometimes grooms don't eat very much the day of or the night before because they're worried about bloat and eating and they probably haven't drank enough during the day and are probably borderline dehydrated and been drinking. That meal is so important for not just current self but future self and how you're feeling the next day yes it really is okay you had one that you were going to toss out that did you lose it (laughs) no (laughs) i lost it damn it i don't even think it was like remotely related i mean it was related because it was like had to do with wedding party but i can't remember I had a feeling that know. was going to happen. I know. I almost wrote it down too. <laughs> that would have been good to type out in the chat. Mm, that's okay. So, well, those are our hot takes. Hopefully, hopefully that was a little entertaining. And hopefully it's caused you to think a little bit differently about, about your wedding party, about their responsibilities, about the things that you can do. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like the heartbeat of the show is do whatever you want. Yes. Do what makes you happy. Yes. If keeping... All of the pe- this is like if keeping all the people in your wedding party and not and asking them is what's going to make you happy, like fine, you know, we want you to do what's going to be best for you. But at the end of the day, like do what makes the most sense for you, your mental health, your well being, all of the things, all of the things, guys. That's all we got for you today. That's it. Thank you for tuning in and that's thank you for continuing to share the show. We really, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, go ahead and follow all the links in our show notes. Go check all that stuff out. We're going to be bringing you great content every single week. And as intentional, or as always, keep it intentional AF. We'll talk to you next week. See ya.